Lisboa, Bruxelas, Varsóvia. Europe is us with Dino. Europe is us, but who are we? Stay with us and you'll find out. I'm Dino, a Slovenian journalist working at Euronet Plus, a radio network bringing you this podcast and your host. Today's topic, holidays. Today's guest, Katica Nishavic from Montenegro. Katica, what are your plans for this summer? My plans for this summer? Okay. Uh, well, since I live in Montenegro, uh, what we always look forward to is going to the beach, you know, like visiting all those destinations at the coast as well as to the north. Um, so I have this kind of plan in my mind comparing to other uh, stuff that I have to do and a lot of jobs that I'm currently doing. But um, my plan is always to visit the Boca Kotorska Bay, which is like the most beautiful place in Montenegro, I would say. Um, and also to find some, uh, some maybe hidden gem uh, at like, let's say in Etna village at the north of Montenegro. I always like search for new places. We are such a small country. But again, we have a lot of undiscovered destinations for sure. And what is worth visiting in Montenegro, in your opinion? Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> um, it really depends on the interests of the person who is visiting. Um, so, and the preferences as well. So I, of course, Podgorica is capital of Montenegro. So it's definitely on the list, but I would definitely say that there are like a lot of other places that would describe Montenegro better, you know, like going to the coast, as I said, Boca Kotorska Bay, with all this Mediterranean uh, way of decorating the houses and, uh, you know, all these hidden uh, tiny streets and also the north with, um, with old people in villages and uh, their traditional way of uh, cooking the food and stuff like that. So I think this would be the best way to actually, um, to actually describe Montenegro in its own tradition and culture. What are the traveling habits of Montenegrins? How do they travel? Do they prefer hot or cold destinations? Um, well, in uh, okay, seeing the things from my personal perspective, I always um, I always like plan to go to some places I've never visited before. So I first I start with Europe, and I would say this is also something common for Montenegrin people. We start from some convenient uh, ways to travel. So I think it definitely depends also on some, you know, airline, airplane, uh, uh, on some flights and some certain maybe like dates when we can travel cheap. So that also dictates, I would say, the destination, the final destination. But then on the other side, uh, a lot of people from Montenegro also like to visit some, you know, exotic destinations. It is not cheap, of course. It is not so close. It is far. It's a long trip. But that is also on the list. But I would say, again, it really depends um, what kind of places you like to see and uh, what kind of climate you look forward to. Some people are more for like Iceland and, you know, climate like that. And on the other side, people like also to go to Portugal. Um, yeah, so. I definitely suggest visiting Lisbon. And do you usually prefer hot destinations? 
uh, since I lived in Belgium for one year, and I would call this weather bipolar weather, so it took me a lot, a lot of time to get used to it. So I'm definitely, uh, it's like definitely one of the conditions when I plan my my travels. So I would go for for a warm country, let's say like that. So as I mentioned, Portugal, it is on my list, and actually I'm kind of planning if I find enough time to go and visit uh, in October. Those are actually the perfect dates for traveling cheap, September, the end of September and October. In our regular section, The Watchdog's Perspective, we look at different topics from the perspective of a journalist. Today's commentator is Jonas Saligaite from Genio Radias, a member of the Euronet Plus radio network based in Lithuania. Let's travel to Lithuania and Jonas. The pros of mass tourism probably includes cheaper ways of traveling, it is also usually more relaxing, easier and safe, but I think that it excludes the experience of the uniqueness of the country. It is much more entertaining to live like a local for a few days, to see some unique places, to surround yourself with local people, also hear some other stories about the site and get the actual wife of a different culture. Sometimes all you need is good weather, seaside and delicious food, but other times people need adventure, see something new, educate themselves culturally, feel the other culture by learning its history through cultural sites. I would suggest visiting the Hill of Crosses in Lithuania, for some it's the horrific scenery and to others a religious monument, and the experience is interesting in both ways. Also, I think it is a must to see the sand dunes of Ekronian Spit, especially during summer. These are the highest drifting dunes in Europe. Lithuania's capital, Vilnius, is also full of stories, but probably the best place uh, to see is its part called Užupis. Created as an art project, Užupis also has its own constitution, a government and it even declared itself as an independent republic. This part of Vilnius is full of different architectural styles, sculptures and surreal art projects. Katica, a few personal questions for you. What is your favorite memory? Um, I think it was definitely my first solo trip to Colmar in France and my memories actually that I arrived there very early and the sun was coming up and I had this backpack with my camera in and I really, I really um, remember this moment like it was yesterday. So um, this uh, freedom that I felt at the moment of, you know, going out of my comfort zone since it was my first travel solo and in beautiful, very beautiful village in France. So, yeah, I would definitely say this is my best memory from my travels. What is your worst fear? Uh, I always start from the point that we people as humans are social. And uh, I think my biggest fear would definitely be like being totally like alone on my own, but in a bad way, like not having people around me at all, not having any kind of support from my loved ones, like being totally, totally isolated and all alone. I think that would be my biggest fear. And what is your biggest wish? My biggest wish? Um, I don't know. My biggest wish is always going in 
this direction of reaching my full potential and this reflects on so many fields it would be photography it would be this um activism and civil society field where i work in it can be anything it's just like educating myself and growing always growing i think that would be my wish in our regular section, The Voice of Gen Z, where we listen to young people and their views from all over Europe, we are visiting Bulgaria and Christian. For me, For me, being on the beach for two weeks or less is not the way I relax. Something I really like are the kind of excursion trips where I grab my backpack and start walking from place to place. My dream is to visit as many places as possible in Europe, traveling by train, meeting new people and getting to know new cultures. Fortunately, the EU allows us to travel unlimitedly within the European community. I'm one of the few young people in Bulgaria who love to travel by train and in particular the Bulgarian trains. There are many reasons for this. Of course, transport in Europe, rail transport in particular, is much better developed, much more precise, but somehow I miss that romance of traveling by train. Not to mention that rail transport is the most ecological option. Apart from the fact that you enjoy beautiful views, as there are in Bulgaria, you protect the environment, since the railway transport in Bulgaria is almost entirely electric. We also meet fellow travelers that I call train buddies. Have you ever heard of EU air passenger rights? For example, if your flight is cancelled, you have the right to choose between reimbursement, rerouting or return. You are also entitled to assistance at the airport. If you were informed of the cancellation less than 14 days prior to the scheduled departure date, you have a right to compensation. But compensation is not due if the carrier can prove that the cancellation is caused by extraordinary circumstances, which could not have been avoided even if all reasonable measures had been taken. Katica, did you go through any bad experiences while traveling around? Well, uh, first, what I really like to do, uh, I like to travel solo too. So I go, uh, you know, as a part of the group too, but I really like traveling solo. But this is actually kind of planning that takes, you know, some uh, things to consider in advance. So uh, once I had a situation, but I think it's just something very random and typical that can happen anywhere. So I was in Bologna in Italy. And uh, since I'm a photographer, I usually have my, you know, camera equipment with me and stuff. And I was like wandering around and taking photos in those tiny streets and passages that I really like. And then I noticed that someone uh, has been following me. So these situations are a bit uh, very, we should definitely be aware of this, especially when we, if we are women, you know, so it is, it is tough. Uh, but then I had to improvise. So I just came up with a, with the idea to just go accompany my friends and they can, you know, accompany me uh, close to my hostel, what I, which I did. So everything was fine at the end. Those are, let's say, one of the situations that, that, that can happen anywhere, definitely. Um, but when it comes to, to the country itself and let's say the people, like something more direct, uh, I had uh, only in Marseille, in France, I had some also not very good experience with people generally. I, I really tried to, you know, communicate in English and, you know, this 
um, this issue that French people don't speak English, but I think it's all something with the mood at the moment. So they weren't, they weren't very welcoming, you know, and I really did my best and I tried to talk to them. It doesn't matter if it's someone who works in the shop, you know, in the street or some, or in shopping mall or someone in hostel. Generally, the people were not very welcoming. So, um, yeah, this, this would be some not very good experience since people were acting suspicious and everything was in some kind of bad vibe, I would say. And this is definitely the only travel, the only destination where I went and that I experienced this. It didn't happen anywhere else. Thank you, Katica. Thanks for your attention. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and listen to what we have to say because... Europe is us. Lisboa, Brussels, Varsava, Jantar.